Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, peeps. Welcome back. So happy that you're here. I'm so just thrilled that so many of you have reached out and told me how that you are recommending this podcast to other friends of yours, other people you know that have that unmothered story. And today I'm actually going to do an episode on a question that was asked on the unmothered community. So in the next few episodes, I've been kind of going back and looking at those. We had a lot of information and other things I wanted to get out before I started answering specific questions, but please send in your questions if you have a topic that you want to discuss about being unmothered. I would love to try to answer it. I don't have the answers for everything, but I will certainly try. (laughs) And this was one from one of our um, unmothered in the community, and she was asking, she has a couple of questions, so we're going to answer one of these in this episode today, and we'll dig into the other ones as the weeks go on. So the question was, when do you share your broken mother story? Yikes. (laughs) I feel that deeply. It is the number one thing that we as unmothered's always struggle with when we meet someone new, especially if you're somewhere in a social gathering and they start talking about their family and they start telling you, you know, how much they love their mom and how their mom is their best friend, (laughs) always there for her. And you're like, oh, do I share my story? So in this episode, we're going to highlight a few things. So first, Eliminating the shame of growing up in a toxic relationship with your mother and when to share with others. When do you tell someone about your past and should you? And when is it time to just not say anything? Can you feel safe and protected when sharing about your messed up mom? All good questions. So let's dive in. I will say that for many years, (laughs) I would rather chew on wood, not really, but I would rather chew on wood than have to explain my childhood with my mom to anyone. Now, I wrote a book (laughs) about this whole situation, and it usually becomes a topic of conversation at weddings, funerals, conferences, church, pretty much anywhere I go because now people know me as the unmothered expert. (laughs) But knowing I wrote this book about it. So it is hard for me to not talk about that subject sometimes and ask questions of other people. And, you know, why are you asking, like, how's your relationship? Kind of getting into a a pretty cool conversation with most women. And I have to say, I've made some really great connections with people just by sharing my honest story. But if I am somewhere out of town and people don't know about me, 
and they're just asking generalized questions like, where'd you grow up? Like what, you know, what was your life like? And things like that. I really have to vet those people because, um, I just think like sometimes too much information can be construed in the wrong way. And so I want to make sure when I'm sharing with someone that I'm actually having a pretty good connection with, um, I don't want somebody to walk away and get a wrong impression of a snippet of my life and then thinking they know everything about it and then telling other people the wrong kind of information. So although I am pretty honest with my past and, and, you know, the things that have gone on, because I don't hold that close to my heart anymore as like, you know, Oh, I have to protect at all costs. I'm not about that. I'm pretty much an open book, uh, wrote one. And so I, uh, don't let shame and fear and things like that get in my way, but I do like to protect my family to a certain point. And so I would say, number one, that is your first big question to yourself is who are you sharing this information with? And what kind of information are you sharing? Because if it's a really, I've sat with women who have extremely hard stories and I'm not so sure everybody needs to know the nitty gritty of that. I think you need to share that with people that you know and trust really well. That is not a topic that you're just going to casually throw out there at a social event. So that's number one, as I would tell you, just, um, you know, have good feelers out there and really like look at the situation where you are and is it a good time to really talk about your family? If they ask you after they've talked about their family and they're like, so where'd you grow up? What's going on? You just can kind of breeze over it and say, oh, you know, I grew up in Gilroy. I just had kind of a crazy life, but it's, you know, we're good. And here's my family now. Like you could just go right into the present. You don't need to go back. Cause also you and I know that sometimes when you talk about those things, it can trigger you. And you certainly don't want that happening at an event (laughs) where all of a sudden you're really depressed. I got to go home. I'm like exhausted. (laughs) This is too much for me. Um, you don't want to be in a place of that. And, and I will say that happens when you haven't really started the healing process of being able to compartmentalize, um, where these emotions are coming from. So when I talk about my mom now, I actually can smile when I talk about my mom now, um, even in the crazy, because I've been really digging through and really understanding where all of the craziness came from. And I'm able to really also pull through some of the nice things that she was. So she wasn't all evil. I can't say that for everybody. I know some moms, I've heard some stories where the moms are, I mean, quite honestly, pretty evil and they they don't have good intentions. My mom had good intentions. So I can look at my mom's stuff and talk about it and um, in generalized form and not get triggered by it. But I will say that I won't go deep into a conversation with somebody until I've built a relationship with that person. Um, They're not going to get the whole story. So um, just use discretion when you do that. 
is there such a thing as oversharing? A hundred percent. I have sat at dinner tables where some of these women are highly still emotionally triggered by, and they're still involved with their parents, which are not good to them. And, uh, they cannot get out of that cycle. And so all they can talk about is how horrible they are, how mean they are, how abused they are. And yet they're grown and they still go to the family parties. They still run when the mom says, come, they, we ask them why. And they say, well, you know, she's my mom. And, and so they overshare these stories and you're like, yeah, I don't think that's dinner talk <laughs> right now. And so you sit there and you you kind of look at that and go, um, well, let's take note of that. Let's not be that person. We all have struggles with family, even in the best of families. There are things that are kind of our ugly parts, and we don't need to share every single detail of our life. And so it's perfectly fine for you to say, you know, I grew up in kind of a um, traumatic childhood, but you know, I really don't want to get into that here. This is not the time or place, but thank you for asking perfectly. Okay. To say that and move on and talk about other topics. Here's the other thing I want to talk about too, is one of the things I see when women aren't really healed from their trauma is that's, it's all they can talk about. I work really hard at um, checking out current events, like things that I enjoy, um, you know, fashion or music or just things, other things that you can talk about on topic where you can start a conversation with somebody and it doesn't have to include your family. And so I think be conscious of that, like have a lot of different topics in your arsenal so that if it starts to go sideways where people are like, well, tell me more about that, you know, and you don't want to share it, you can say, ah, you know, Hey, I, let's talk about something else. So how about those warriors? <laughs> you know, you can just change the subject, talk about something else. Please don't be the person at the table. That's Debbie Downer. That is just hundred percent talking about your crazy mother and everyone has to sit there and listen. And by the way, you're bringing the whole table down because they're all trying to comfort you. But at the same time, they're super uncomfortable <laughs> because you're oversharing and they don't need to know all of that stuff. So be aware of that. Keep your stories really short if they are interesting, interested in it and it's someone you trust and you want to share a little bit, just share a little bit. You don't have to share the whole nine yards. And listen, guys, I'm guilty of this. I used to like spew my guts out a couple of years ago. I was like, I just want everyone to know <laughs> what's happening. And then I realized they don't need to know every single thing and they act like they're interested, but you know, people forget the next day they're on to the next thing. So don't overshare. Do you feel safe when you're sharing? a part of this with the other person. If somebody is digging in and saying, I want to know everything and you kind of feel like unsafe and you feel like this person is just trying to get information so she can go out and gossip about you. And you know what I'm talking about? Cause there are people like that. Please shut the conversation down. No one needs, listen, they're going to talk about you anyway. No one needs to 
hear the nitty gritty and then go out and share it in the wrong way, probably giving out the wrong information, probably embellishing the story even more. And then people are looking at you sideways. I'm just going to tell you, I don't really care what people think about me at this point. Like I'm at an age where I'm like, I'm for some people and I'm not really everyone's piece of cake. And I'm okay with that. I'm not here to impress anyone to, you know, give on expertise and think that I'm, you know, oh, I'm the expert on this subject. So please come to me and no one else. No, there's plenty of people out there that have, like I said, have harder stories than me that are doing amazing things. And so, you know, I don't, I don't really, if somebody's just trying to pull me down or something like that, I don't, I don't need to share my life with that person and they don't need to talk about me. But even if they do, and people are like, did you know so-and-so is doing this or saying this about you? I, I don't care. I really don't. That's just me. I don't care. I'm, I'm just doing what, you know, I'm following a path that God has me on. I just believe with my whole heart, this is where he wants me. I don't do things perfectly the way, I don't know, some other person that's in the Christian world thinks that it has to be this way, this way, and this way. I don't do that kind of life. I just listen. For me, it's like I listen to the Holy Spirit just calmly. I am someone who is very Zen. I like meditate a lot. I, I listen. I try to listen to God's voice. Do I always hear it? No. Sometimes I'm like, I hear nothing. I don't know. Today's just, I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants, I guess, because I don't really know for sure. But I know the things, the path that he has me on, the things that he wants me to accomplish. And so I am very protective of that, and I think that you should be too. I think he is guiding you towards something just unique for you, and you don't need to worry about someone else trying to destroy that or make you feel unsafe when you are sharing a part of something that is uniquely yours. So I want to encourage you guys that if this is if there are certain things through this journey that are giving you a spark of life of like, I want to do this, it may not be, you know, writing or speaking or whatever. It, I, you know, like I've said before, I have friends that are artists. I have friends that are singers. I have friends, you know, it's like whatever that journey is that lights you up, that God put you on this path be, in spite of having this hard life with your mom you do that and don't let other people make you feel unsafe in your story and you do not have to share with them. You can shut that conversation down if they are just out to like get all this information to bring you down, which I'm going to tell you people do do that and it makes me crazy. I see women doing it all the time. And the thing that I get really upset with is when somebody shares their personal story and then somebody tells someone else and goes, oh, don't say anything, but let me just tell you. And I'm like, Oh, you're, you're breaking that trust. Like that's horrible. So it's really hard. You know, when I hear that, I don't really like to, to do that. And, and I've been guilty of doing that too. I I'm not, this is the thing. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you guys. I've been guilty of doing that where I've shared with a really good friend, like, Oh, this happened. Like she told me not to share. And then I started feeling kind of yucky because I was sharing it. So I'm really trying hard not to do that when some, and especially I never do that with, you know, client stuff. That's a hard line, like whatever people don't even know who I meet with. I don't talk about 
you know, my business, but personal things. Sometimes when we're all friends in the same circle, like sometimes something will slip out and it's like, I wasn't supposed to say that, you know? So I'm, I'm really being conscious of like, I don't want to be that person that shares someone else's secret. And I hope that you guys are on the same wavelength as that, because it can be really destructive and feel very unsafe. And so when you're sharing about your mother wound and then somebody shares that and then they ultimately get it wrong because it's not their story, that's going to make you feel unsafe with that person. It's going to make them look bad to other people because it's like people are going to look at them kind of like, wait, what? This like this was her story. Like this is a secret. Like, why are you telling me? But then ultimately they're going to look at you in a different way too. So to avoid that, if you don't feel safe sharing something with someone, please don't do it. That was a long explanation, (laughs) but I'm really passionate about that. I think like it leads me into the next thing is like shame. Can you ever get rid of the shame associated with growing up in this environment? A hundred percent you can. And listen, it's not a shame because you didn't ask to be put in that family. (laughs) You were born into that family. So make something beautiful out of something broken. That's all I can tell you is we got a raw deal and it wasn't fair with our growing up years. And it actually stunted us. If we're going to be quite honest, we have to learn how to grow into our maturity and not be, I see this a lot with, especially when I was talking earlier about the person that overshares at the table When I see that, what I see is that person is stuck as either an eight-year-old child or a 16-year-old child. Their mentality has not grown out of that environment. They are stuck in that place. It's going over and over in their brain. They cannot get out of that hurt little girl syndrome. And so there's no, there's nothing they can do except get the therapy that they need to get them out of that environment so that the shame isn't there anymore. I think shame is one of those things that's the enemy's plan to really shut us up. And I will tell you, since I have started this whole journey, the more I get honest about what has happened, the more I start doing these things for the unmothered community, the more opportunities come up, the more people come up to me because they trust that they know, they know that I know what they're talking about and that I'm going to hold that tightly. And they don't have the shame with themselves because someone else is sharing. So here's what I say about shame is like shame and secrets, right? We hold them tight and close to us because we think that if we don't let anyone know how things really are in our lives, that everyone will be fine. But the problem is, is that we're not fine and we're only hurting ourselves. So everyone else is going on with their life. You're saying you're fine. You're not fine. You're ashamed. You want to hold a secret And they don't know who you are because now you're being somebody else. When you release the shame and the secrets, then you can start finding the real you 
because you're not having to lie because this is what happens is shame and secrets turn into lies because what do you do? You lie about your life because you don't want people to know the real you. The problem with that is that then you don't even know who the real you is. You're just going day to day, following what everyone else does to say, is that normal? Is that normal? Is this right? Am I doing this? I did that for years. I would look at the people I thought were perfect that had it all together, which nothing wrong with that when you haven't like grown up knowing how to act. Like I wanted to look at the most poised women. I always um, admired like bosses' wives and things because they held their head high and they dressed the right way and they did all that. So I would copy that, which is fine, you know, because it gives you a little marker to go with instead of being the drunk mom. (laughs) And so I would do that. And I kind of became that, like I, people always go, you look so poised, you're so put together. You're so, but here's the thing. When you, when I open my mouth, I'm like, girl, I'm a mess. I'm a hot mess. (laughs) Like, don't look at me as perfection. I never, ever want to be looked at like that. I don't want to be on that pedestal. I don't want people to think I have it all together. Yes. I have a beautiful family. Yes, I love clothes and fashion and makeup and hair and all that crap. (laughs) But underneath, like there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of mess within my outer family. And in the inner family, we have struggles too, but we just love each other through it. There's a big difference. So if I was hiding all of that with shame and secrets, I would be even a bigger mess. I'd probably have an ulcer because... It's just too much to hold. I actually talked to someone the other day that said, I think the reason I got sick is because I've hidden so much shame and secrets. And I was like, let's get, let's get that out. Let's get it out because you are absolutely right. I believe your body will, you will make yourself sick from all this shame and secrets. So Yes, get rid of the shame. Just today, start that process of going to whoever you need to go to, to like talk about some things that you're ashamed of, learn how to speak it out, to speak life into you so that that shame gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And then pretty soon you're like, I don't really have any shame in that. That was just something that happened to me. It, it doesn't need to shame you. So just some tips. I'm going to start closing this up here because I think we have done enough of this topic and hopefully listener that asked this question, you got some good information from this and I hope it really helps and helps for everybody. Um, Just a couple of things to end this episode is just a couple calls to action here is Learn appropriate boundaries around your story. It's perfectly okay to keep quiet and feel safe. Don't let anyone shame you by their shock or awe of your story. You are a thriver, not just a survivor. And remember, everyone has crazy in their family. And do you need to learn how to temper your story? What are specific things you can say without revealing all? And that is all I have for you today, peeps. If you need help with coaching on this, please look me up. I would love to help you. We can jump on a consultation call 
And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Go out and get some sun. If you're in sun, I don't know, it's kind of freezing in most of the weather. <laughs> We're in 30 degree weather, but the sun is still out. Get some sunshine, go out and breathe the air. Um, take like a one minute pause and just thank God for your life as crazy and messy as it is and ask him to guide you to the next steps of your story. And I will talk to you later. Bye peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye peeps.